my internet connection is terrible. Yeah, who has the bad internet connection now, huh, pussy? Get fucked. Be it. It's shit. Okay. That's okay. Hey everyone, welcome back into another episode of Making the Walk. Today is the 15th of April. I'm Andrew Lee. Alongside me is my co-host, Mike. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good today. It's uh, Friday, so, you know, how are you? Doing all right. Um, Like you said, Friday, can't complain. Um, Also with us, part of the Girth Gang, uh, our full-time contributor alex lee alex how are you girth gang that's new what's up, what's up girth gang? Uh, <laughs> i'm i'm doing all right uh you know it was a very very interesting week for me um but it's been okay it's been all right just getting start back into work so you know getting back into the groove of things no longer staying up till at like six in the morning because i have nothing to do at nights and i, I just sleep through the day so today was one of those days. I did like genuinely like just sleep through everything today. What time did you wake up? I woke up at like nine. Then like around 10, I went back to sleep. Woke up at like 12, had nothing to do. I was like, all right, I was just on my phone, just chilling. Then went back to sleep, woke up at like four. And now, now I'm here. But that's why you responded to my text at four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I just woke up. Yeah, I had a very, uh, I had a very boring day today. It should have been interesting. Um, I had stuff, but uh, just didn't happen. It just fell through. So it's interesting now because you're here with us. Exactly, of course. It's always interesting uh, on a Friday morning. You and you and I, you I and Dad are now officially coworkers. Yes, very much excited about that. How is that possible? Uh, Well, not technically, like Andrew and Dad. But more Alex me. is on contract, kind of. Yeah, and I'm on contract. So it's more like Andrew's on the JV team. He's one of the coaches for our one of our old high schools. Um, he's the JV uh, assistant coach. And then my dad is the varsity assistant coach, and I am the goalie director. His, um, I'm, not, I'm not director. That's a total lie. Assistant I'm, goalie I, director. Yes, assistant uh, to the goalie director. Yes, I I help. I'm not gonna say the guy's name, but is the head coach still the same? No, not from when we were there. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, Alex no longer with us. Alex made him retire. He saw how bad it was when I was there, and the year after, he was just like, "Fuck this shit, I am gone." And then now we have our awesome head coach now. So, at least he's awesome. He will, the old one will always hold a special place in my heart, even though I never played hockey in my life. <laughs> he, he holds a special place in all of our hearts. He's yeah, awesome. just goof, straight goof. Yeah. Um, all right, so, uh, again, we kind of ran up short against time here. Um, did you guys end up doing all your research, or is this going to uh-huh. be another straight analytics, analytics baby. podcast because mike was in a little bit of a panic he's like oh my god it's thursday <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I woke up I, I forget what day it was this week but i woke up and uh i think it was yesterday actually i'm like 
Is it fucking Monday? Like, I don't know. So it's, it's been a really weird week, like, in my head. For some reason, I don't know. It's weird, weird dreams, all that shit. And you, you wake up, you're like, oh, my God, I'm late for work. It's 2 in the morning. Or, like, I, I just got in a fight in my dream, and now I'm, like, wide awake at 3 in the you're morning. Like sweating. Like, <laughs> you ain't sweating if you ain't, you ain't winning if you ain't sweating. Is that how that works? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it, it's been a weird week of sleep. So whenever I wake up, I, I literally think I'm, like, late for work or some shit. It's, yeah. it's not fun, but you know, it is what it is. So I usually am late for work, let's be honest. I mean, that's <laughs> it's pretty common knowledge. <laughs> if you know me, I'm late everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike's always like whenever we're watching the fights, like Mike, uh, where's Mike? Where's Mike? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. The fights are different. Kind because of because I don't want to watch them with you guys anyway, to be honest with you. <laughs> like define you guys. Uh not not you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a certain collective, certain people, and then there's like my my best friends. Like I will always want to watch it with you guys. Aw, the, there's other your best friend. If were you there on Saturday? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but I do love you, Alex. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks, Mike. Mike, I no, love you. We we know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. like we don't have to really get into no, that. no, 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 um, no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, no, it. it I mean. I'm, but yeah, back to the point. I'm late everywhere. If I, if there's a party or something, and everyone's like, "Oh, five o'clock," I'll see you guys at nine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be there at five. There's no way. <laughs> there's just absolutely no way. But yeah. <laughs> Whoosh. All right. So, um, let's get into our review of two seventy three. Um, that was. It was a very entertaining card. I was, I was very, um, I don't want to say like pleasantly surprised because I think we knew that this was going to be, um, you know, a good one. But uh, mm-hmm. either way, you know, very entertained. Um, I went three, four, and zero, oh, but I went positive. Um, I went up one point eight units. How about you guys? Well, I didn't bet. So yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I should shoot. I think I went even because the main card parlay lost. Whoosh. Tisha Torres broke my heart, but I still love her. (laughs) She's got bigger arms than you. That's a fucking lie. You get out of Don't you dare suck suck my biceps like that. (laughs) She's pretty swole, man. How many muscle ups can you do? Probably none. Exactly. She. I haven't, I haven't tried to do a muscle up in years. <laughs> she could do fifteen muscle ups. <laughs> <laughs> Someone please come to throne me. <laughs> throne me. I said it. I eat a chicken breast and a piece of asparagus. <laughs> you ain't never gonna get full. <laughs> I miss. I miss discovering those videos. I miss, like it, part of me just misses like old YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like the wild west of YouTube. Yes. I mean, there's still a wild west of YouTube. You just have to dig a little further. No, 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 no. Like the <laughs> old, old, wild, wild west of YouTube with like 
some of the most messed up things that you can put on public servers for anyone uh, to watch. Uh, uh, okay, okay. It wasn't like, not 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 quite like that, but like, are we talking like are we are we talking like uh, what's that one website that does like the that shows you like the uh, back in the day when like Al Qaeda was like a huge thing and they're no, like, no 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 no, 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 we don't have to. Go I'm there. saying more like like uh um people would oh I fucking sorry sorry. I did not go even because I fucking accidentally bet on Danielle Santos instead of Julio Arce. <laughs> so I was down to one, technically. God, fuck, I forgot I did that, too. All right, we'll get off the YouTube subject for yeah. a little bit here. We'll, we'll get into the review. So I we, we said Julio Arce by decision at plus 140. Um, that was probably the, <laughs> that was the easiest money we made all night, and Mike somehow found a way to screw it up <laughs> right yeah. off the hop. So. Yeah. Damn it, dude. <laughs> I can't remember what I was doing, but I was definitely like not paying attention. Well, clearly, because you picked yeah, the wrong guy. Obviously, obviously. But God, that, that one will eat me. It's okay. I won on Formula One that night, so we're good. Oh, push, push. It's time push, to push. Fuck snap, fuck snap. Anyway, go ahead. That's honestly like, I, I've, okay. So we're going to go off the rails here again a little bit but like i just got into that show it dude, is so good fantastic it's so good dude. <laughs> i love daniel ricardo <laughs> ricardo off the edge dude i love that show so much i'm what season are you on uh i'm only on season two like they're just getting into okay. like lewis hamilton's like composition piece like he was sick yeah. mm-hmm. um i understand everyone doesn't like him but I can't figure out why yet. Like he seems very humble. Well, like he talks well with other people. It's the same thing, dude. It's like everyone hates LeBron. It's like well, hates, okay, that's different. Hates, that's different. It's like everyone hates Bama, right? Yeah, everyone hates Bama because he's fucking six-time world champion, and nobody can beat him. The so, dudes, like when yeah. I was looking, like they were like talking about his accomplishments, and I was like, in any other sport, you do this, you are like up there with some of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the only one that I really think that can complain is his teammate. Yeah, that does sink. But he's oh, also does. finishes, like, he also finishes. Yeah, he from wants to tell. win. Like, yeah. he wants to win. They all want to win he so finishes, He finishes P5 or up more often than not. This made me realize, like, how crazy. Um, So, what's the one that you go down the hill? I was sorry. I was watching the show last night. The uh, Winter Olympics event, Skeleton, where you go ahead first? Mm-hmm. So we're just talking uh, Lewis Hamilton and his trainer were talking about skeleton. And the, his trainer's like, you should try that. And you try it. He goes, he's like, fuck no. I, I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, you drive 200 miles an hour, like on average. What are you talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I get it. It's very dangerous. But what you do is arguably way more dangerous. I don't I think know. It's the aspect of you have like a, what like a car in front of you as opposed of nothing in front yeah. of you yeah, yeah, there's, yeah you can crash at like any moment definitely. and not be in control of it yeah definitely and i think like, yeah. having a car around you gives you that false sense of security because if if that weren't the case and people wouldn't there's drive no the way that they do you. it's it's so surprising to me how every time they crash they don't die oh like, yeah they're like okay and i'm like how this does not make sense <laughs> <laughs> like they crash into the wall, like consider, and it, it, the way the footage looks too is deceiving to me. Like it doesn't look like when they hit the gravel that they're going that fast, but mm-hmm. they're still going probably what like 80, 90 miles an hour. 
Oh yeah. It's and just they're like slamming the into so the big. wall and it looks so bad. And they're like, are you okay? And all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'm fine. And, they're, and then they go race the next week. I'm like, you people are insane, but I love it. Yeah. And like, it's like, I was thinking about it. Too. I was like, why do these guys have to be in shape? And then I saw like the accidents they were getting into. And like, mm-hmm. and if you just think about the fucking, yeah, just doing this the whole time. To go around one corner at like 180 miles an hour. Yeah. And oh my God. Alex, have you gotten a chance to watch any of this? Watch the what it's we a call? it's a it's Netflix, Netflix documentary Netflix show called Drive to Survive. <laughs> no, I've been uh, I've been deep in animes recently. I've not been into any Netflix. It's all been on Hulu and HBO Max for me recently. Okay, all right. So <laughs> back to fighting. Two seventy three happened. To is that what we're talking? Yes, yes two seventy three. We're an MMA podcast, right? Uh, kind of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Julio Arce by decision plus 140 got us off on the right foot, everyone except for Mike. Um, yep. our next pick was Anthony Hernandez by finish. Alexi Olenek by submission. Did you take that, that one? Hit. Yes, I did. I thought we said that we weren't going to touch this. No, me you and Mike said, said you were. I thought Alexi Olenek submission. Yeah, me and Mike wanted Alexi. I'm just going off my personal bet slip. Yeah, I'll I'll scroll through and keep track. I lost Kay Hansen, of course. I bet on her again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tough. Uh, I also lost Mickey Gall and Aspen Light. Okay, I definitely did not go even. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think think Kay Hansen is going to get cut? Because I even lost Anthony Hernandez because I bet him to win by KO or uh, submission. Huh. Yeah, that went well. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, Alex, were you, were you asking? You think Kay Hansen's gonna get cut? Yeah, she, do you think she gets yeah. cut? I think she did. I, did I she? haven't seen. I haven't seen anything about her getting cut yet. I mean, I, I felt, well, not yet. Let, let, but I'm let, saying, let, like, hold on, hold on. Let's be honest. They're not gonna say anything. Well, no. That I follow a um a Twitter account. It's like uh, UFC roster moves. Oh, okay, okay. And all it does is just say person added person cut that's and then all their tweets that's pretty yeah. cool <laughs> person added person cut and then if someone moves weight classes okay um <clears throat> yeah it's a very useful it's a pretty useful account I, i'll send it to you guys um but i haven't seen her name pop up yet so there's still hope but who knows mm-hmm. um okay so did you guys want to did you guys want to discuss her fight do you want to discuss nah, uh, olenix nah. no no I, oh, just, I missed a lot of the early ones I couldn't remember which one was first. Um, I have Anthony Hernandez on my bet slip earlier than Pennington's. Uh, um, Pennington was first. Okay, so we'll do that. Um, so another win, uh, Raquel Pennington by decision at minus 105. Um, yeah, that was She looked pretty money. good, she didn't, didn't yeah. she? Yeah, free that money. first round was nuts, too, on that it Vlad was, and Pennington fight. Yeah, that was a very, very interesting fight. Mike, you said that you bet. Aspen Lad there. Yeah, money line. You I, I want to see her walk to the cage. She's gonna look great. Well, then, I didn't. I bet it on Friday night or no Saturday morning, technically. You gotta stop. Dude, I, I knew I was gonna be I had to work on Saturday, so I was literally working. I was so bored. And I was like, fuck it, just fucking place all this shit. Like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm working on a Saturday. You really like I'm not happy. <laughs> So yeah, no, I don't think that's a bad move. 
how did she look? Because I missed this fight. <laughs> so the first round was pretty busy uh, from what I remember. I just remember they were just kind of chucking back and forth. And that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, second round, I think Pennington started to pull away a lot more, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely. Uh, you could see Lad kind of slowing down a little bit more. Uh, and then like kind of in like that third round, that one was a little bit more even in terms of strikes. Mm-hmm. And I think actually, I think lad might've won that round if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I mean the first two rounds, like lad was Pretty throwing a clear. lot more in the yeah. sense of like, I think of volume, she was trying to throw a lot more, but she was missing a lot more. And Pennington was just hitting her, hitting hers a lot. Uh, but it was, it was yeah. a battle. Like they were just chucking back and forth and I loved it. I thought for yeah. sure, like, in the second probably. round, like someone was gonna get like rocked or something like that. But probably the most entertaining fight on the prelims, I would say. Besides maybe the Mickey Gall and the Olenek fight, because honestly, that Olenek submission, you gotta love the choke. I mean, come on, that's did never he's, not. Did he Ezekiel coach choke him again? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ezekiel choked him again, which is again electric. Like I love watching that that old ass guy do it. But I think I, I think he, he I was funny at the end of the fight of that Olenek fight. Jorgen's like. So how much longer are you going to be fighting for? He's like, oh, I, I don't know. It's not, we're not fighting much longer. Maybe like five, 10 years. <laughs> he's, he's got 60 wins, dude. Oh my God. These Russians are crazy. <laughs> Maybe he's 45 years old. He's got 60 professional wins. And he's like, oh, five more years. Yeah. <laughs> how about one, dude? Jesus, you're going to die in there. I was dying <laughs> laughing when he said that shit. I was like, no way, dude. This guy's fucking awesome. And then Mickey Gall getting knocked out. I mean, I don't hate Mickey Gall. I don't know why you'd want to hate Mickey Gall. There's no reason to. But, I mean, that was an electric fight. I was I, – in, in terms of just, like – it wasn't a lot of volume, but I'm pretty sure they were in, like, a clinch, and he just got fucking rocked, didn't he? I missed that one. I was driving back home from the uh, from the spring game. Yeah, I think it was, um, like, a – yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were in like at a clinch up against the cage, and then they kind of like didn't really separate. But uh, oh yeah, I did see that. Gall, I think Gall just tried to get him a little more space because he was up against the cage, and then Matt just or Malat or however you say his name, you just rocked him, and then next thing you know, Gall is just like crippled on the ground. Holy shit, dude! Oh my god! Yeah, he got he got smoked, absolutely smoked. Real quick, so I grabbed my phone. I'm like, why is my phone lit? Like my fucking, I'm still wearing my running sweats. <laughs> just That's so gross. Sweat on my phone. Oh, <laughs> so gross. It's a little, it's a little dewy down there right now. Oh, come oh, on. Nasty. Anyway, next fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we can we talk about the Anthony Hernandez fight? Because I wanted to get into this one a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like normally, I'd be kind of upset that there wasn't a finish there. First of all. That was one of the more like entertaining jujitsu. Basically, it was basically like a jujitsu match. That was I, I like that was fun to watch. I thought uh, Anthony Hernandez jujitsu is very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, he did make a few mistakes here and there. Uh, almost got himself caught trying to chase a crucifix a little too quickly, but um, I don't know. I I I did enjoy watching that, but like, how did he not get a finish? Did you guys catch this one? Uh, I think I uh, was grocery shopping. Oh, my God. He had him in so many different positions. That, like, I think he did end up getting in the mount 
couple times. Uh, he had the mount multiple times, had the back multiple times, backpack position. Um, yeah. Had a crucifix uh, on him, I think, at one point, too, and just couldn't finish the fight. Yeah, I uh, I was like, this is like the start of me getting in the bag for tonight. <laughs> uh, so I do kind of remember this fight a little bit. I remember we were drinking. Like, I think we were drinking a decent amount during this fight. Um, I do remember being on the ground. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Anthony Hernandez was the one who brought him to the ground most of the times in almost every single round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, yeah, I, I just like I, it was a very decisive victory. It was very easy to see who won that fight. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really, again, I didn't really know anything about these. I didn't know a ton about 34 these two. 34 to four on the ground. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really know a lot about these two, but I mean, it was eight exciting to watch on the Sorry, I keep interrupting, but eight to eight okay. It's okay. It, it's, you don't really like, it's it's hard to find an exciting jujitsu fight sometimes in UFC. Like I think a lot of times, like sometimes when they're on the ground, like it it doesn't sometimes it doesn't always progress. You know what I mean? And I we've discussed this before in previous podcasts. Like I don't I think you I don't know if you said it or if one of if I said it or Mike said it, but like I don't really enjoy watching wrestling that doesn't really progress into anything else in a sense. You know what I mean? Like I would like I, I like it more when like the stuff happening after the wrestling, like they're trying to do other things as opposed to just kind of point fight and just keep them on the ground. So it's very nice to kind of see a fresh, like kind of jujitsu fight in a sense, more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like grappling can be fun. Or as Lee would say, go watch kickboxing. Yeah. I, I love that line. Oh, <laughs> okay. uh, we won't have to talk about that. Um, no, no, no. So speaking of kickboxers, we put our money on. Ooh. Uh, Ian Gary uh, by knockout at plus 120. Uh, did you like that little segue there, Mike? Uh, <laughs> that was, that was uh, pretty good. Professional. Very professional. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're bragging about it on the air. So be cool, man. Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, what wasn't cool was Ian Gary not scoring a knockout. And who did Bullshit. he? Who did he I, I didn't write Darren it down. Weeks. Darren Weeks. He kicked him in the head like five times. How's like Darren Weeks? Oh, yeah. He was eating. He front kicked him like three times and threw two roundhouses to the jaw. And Weeks went down, I think, one time off a Iron punch. Chin. Yeah, Weeks has a chin. Yeah. And Fucking like, chin. I was just, we're just sitting there watching. Like, how is this happening right now? Like, what? Why? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but yeah, it just he he didn't want to go down, so it's like it. It's one of those things where you can't really be upset about it, just because Ian Gary pretty much did everything he could to score a knockout, and it just didn't end up working out. So, um, of course, I'm saying this, you know, having made money on the card on like someone else on on the yeah. show. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll get into the main event. Um, Ooh. Mike, you uh, you picked Mark Madsen I as did. part of the rock hard. Um, I also I, took a money line as well, so that was a good one. Yeah, plus 100 last time I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, is <laughs> I, I, I remember you just saying you kind of just took them on, you just kind of took him on a uh, a value perspective, right? Yeah, pretty much. I so <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. 
Yeah, I'm a little sick this week. Um, no, yeah, I was kind of, I was just looking at it. I remember, I've seen him fight before. Like I knew who he was. Um, the biggest thing was when the odds are this close, like this. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck it, bet the underdog. Like it's plus one hundred. We were doing analytics last week, so why not? And I also needed a couple of underdogs for the main card parlay because the heavy favorites. Um, so that was that was just kind of based on the 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 rest of the card was you know on that decision for sure. And yeah, it was it was a good fight. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Very and it's always nice to um, beat. Um, I won't say his name, but head to head. Yeah, one of yeah. our friends that likes to yeah. fade us, and yeah. then and then <laughs> no, when we piggy tell bag. Him, piggy bag. Well, he fades us in our picks, which. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know up- that I had picked him beforehand. That's true, but like we always end up making, we we typically end up making money. So then he loses money, but he'll hit like a yeah. random like. The only one bet. was tied to Avasa Derek Luce. That's the only one he's ever got me on. He's gotten me before on some, and stupid I'll ones. never ever live it down over one. Like we're like a hundred and one, and <laughs> I hear about the one. <laughs> it's how it's how it always goes. It's how it always goes. Yeah, yeah. So we were Alex. We were watching the. The, the fights with him and we would tell like he'd ask us a question and then me and Mike yeah. would be like oh like probably we this, this or we'd, we'd like say a fact to him like <laughs> oh um he's like who's gonna win this burn Shemaev we're like oh I don't know he's like Shemaev should win right we're like yeah but like Burns is also a jiu-jitsu world champion no. so then <laughs> so then someone else is like hey Mario who do you got for this he's like I don't know I Burns is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu world champion <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he said black belt, and then I go world champion, and then he goes world champion. I'm like, bro, like if we, it would be us three having a conversation, and like we'd say something because you know, like we know we don't know we know a lot of facts and shit. I yeah. should say, um, but so we state them like you know it's like a three person conversation. We're not yelling it for the whole room, and then you know the fight's about to start, and someone will ask something, and it's like, yeah, so I'm like. Dude, I literally told you that 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He knows he's uh, doing it too. Yeah, I know. It makes it actually funny. I'm like, I, every time, by the end of the night, like every time you do it, he just turn around and look at us. And look like, at us. And I'm like, all right, dude, like, I don't even care. He's trolling. He's trolling. It's funny. Trolling. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we make it very clear. Like, we're not like, we're not shitting on it. No, 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 no. Um, it's funny. So, oh, I, fuck me. God idiot. Damn it. He just spilled all over himself. Um, I spilled the liquid IV. There goes my hydration. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Here goes my hydration. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. It's been a rough week. <laughs> Mike's unathletic moment of the week, sponsored by Liquid IV. Dude, if you're oh, able to get quick. it into your mouth, you'll be an real, athlete. <laughs> real quick, did you want to talk about an athlete? I had a dog come after me on my run today. Oh, oh shit! Stutter step that little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I might have impressed the owner, but she's probably yelling at me because I didn't say on your left <laughs> awareness. Jeez, anyway, anyway, continue, continue. Continue. okay. Um, yep. So next pick, Mackenzie Dern by decision plus three fifty winner. Uh, I thought Mackenzie was definitely gonna get a sub here. I saw it in the second round too. Oh, yeah, she could definitely flying, could have. <laughs> She had uh, that flying Kamora attempt. That oh, was crazy. Dude, I was like so happy for like two seconds. I'm like, I didn't even bet on this, but that's sick. Oh my god! And then she didn't get it, but she still won by decision. So this is nice. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I had Mackenzie Dern by sub and not my actual betting, but in my pseudo betting. And I thought I was going to be very happy once that happened, but it did not. Which is so Kamara and then, um, what was the one after that that she transitioned to? Armbar? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And she almost got a knee bar at one point, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alex didn't oh, call that. Dangerous. Holy shit. What? You didn't say like she was going to be attempting a lot of stuff on the uh, yeah. on the limbs and stuff. So that was a good yeah. call. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's just too it was bad a balloon. That has nothing to do with submissions, but I just felt, <laughs> I just oh, felt it was appropriate. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, do you want to explain your uh, your pick on the on the main card? This is just oh, I, I think she's more attractive. Um, no, I I this was another oh, Jesus. Having problems today. Did you just say Tisha Torres is more attractive than Mackenzie Dern? Did I hear to that me, correctly? Because she doesn't fake a Brazilian accent. Anyway. Oh my God. She doesn't fake oh. it. It's a phenomenon. It's a natural phenomenon. <laughs> no, no, you can't. No, stop it. Anyway, um, uh, we're not going to get into this. The amount of times it, I've heard It's become thing. more of a joke than like me actually being serious. Oh, my um, God. 100% like there, a mean thing, though. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I. This was another one of those ones where the odds look better on the main card parlay with an underdog pick. I also thought she would be able to pull it off. Um, I, she did I outstrike her. I mean, she actually did. I did think that she did win. Like, at the end of it, I was like, uh, I probably didn't win this one. I thought Torres won the fight. It, it was split, which I agree with. Um, but if I remember correctly, if basically because, you know, I had had a few by then. Um I feel like in the third round definitely went to Dern, right? Um, or am I thinking it like I'm not? Dude, this is the problem with ESPN; they don't let us rewatch fights. <laughs> no, we can rewatch this one. We can't rewatch. Um, we can't rewatch the title fights. Hmm. So is she? It's definitely just looking on the stats right now. It's definitely one for Tisha. Two was definitely Dern. Two was definitely Dern. I remember three. That. Dude, three, she pieced her up. But if I remember correctly, the power was a big was, uh, was becoming a problem for Atisha Torres, hmm. right? Yeah, like her so strikes you, you were remember? more were doing more damage. Than... Uh, n- no, no, no. Am I, am I not remembering this at this correctly? point? Oh, dude, yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, Alex is full in the bag. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was full in the bag about like. Three Mark Madsen <laughs> about Mark Madsen. Mark Madsen was like that fight was like a breeze. Like I didn't even remember any of that fight. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like you guys were talking about Mark Madsen and uh, Vince Pichel, and I was like, yeah, totally, dude. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> uh, dude, I, uh, I, I was this is why I watch them in my apartment, so I like don't get distracted and rem- like remember everything that happens. No, I was pretty. I was pretty drunk at this point. Yeah. I had no recollection of Vince Pichel and Mark. Right, we're, we're we're not going backwards here. So yeah, exactly <clears throat> Mackenzie Dern by decision plus three fifty. My biggest win of the night. Split um, honestly, two, which I agree with. The only honestly that was the uh, that was the only really saving grace that I had because my next two picks I took Pierre Rian by decision. Um, yeah. like that was. I kind of got robbed, but also I kind of didn't care. Oh, uh, by the way, I I scorecarded that one. 
Actually, no, I don't. I don't think I got. I don't, okay, robbed is like it's kind of a, a strong word. I think I don't think there was a robbery by any means. Um, I think Pyrion did win the fight, but I. No, I don't think it's, robbery is the right word. Yeah, and I honestly too like. I think you you probably could have scored one of those like that second or third round. For Aljo, hold on, we're skipping over. Oh, oh wait, wait, what? We're not skipping talking over Chimaev and Burns. Yeah. So, uh, oh my god! Oh my god! We just missed. We yeah, just jumped over the fight of the year candidate. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, first off, I let me say something about this fucking fight. I do not think Chimaev won this fight. I don't. Really? I don't think so. I mm-hmm. I I didn't even have any money on this fucking fight, and I genuinely did not think that Chimaev won this fight. I you, thought. So how would you score it then? I'm curious. I would score it first round. Okay, first round was Chimaev for okay. sure. No doubt in my fucking mind. Not not a chance. Like I think Chimaev won that fight. He was a little bit more busy on that one. You mean that uh, round? If I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure you also had a takedown in that round too. He did. He did. A takedown um, and a knockdown. Yeah. So sure, that fight is 100. That one was 100. The second wow. round, Burns. Second round, Burns won that round, hands yes. down. Won okay. that round. Yeah. Way more strikes, way more significant strikes. And I think the third round was close, but I still think that Burns won that round. I think he was a busier fighter, in my opinion. I think he he had, I thought it was just a more decisive victory. Not decisive. I thought it was more of a victory towards him. And I'm not saying Shemaev didn't deserve to win that, but I mean, a unanimous? Yeah, definitely split. Like, that was a surprise. Sal must have been judging. He was judging. No, <laughs> he was. I judging. I, I, he was I judging felt, the. He was judging the Pyrion fight. I we'll feel very. That. I feel we'll very comfortable saying that Chimaev won that fight, and that he and that he won that third round. Ah, oh, I don't. To, I really I'd, I'd don't hate watch. that. That call. I don't hate the. the no, I don't hate it. it. No, no I, don't. I don't think so either. I'm not saying that he didn't deserve to win that. I'm just saying I. I'd have to rewatch again. Again, I was kind of in the bag here, but I mean, I genuinely did think that Burns, based off what I was watching in that third round, I thought, or all of that fight, I thought Burns won that fight. I thought he did, but that's just me. He stuffed two takedowns, outstruck him. I don't know. Two takedowns shouldn't give you points. Yeah, but it definitely doesn't give Chimaev points. I agree, but I think that- I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he didn't win the third round. I'm just looking at stats. That's all. I know. I just want to get it. Like, I just want to say, like, yeah. I think. Yeah, because we'll, we'll get in. We'll get into fucking takedowns in the next fight. Um, but no, I, I, okay. I, let me ask you this. Decision aside, first of all, I love Darren Till and Hamza Chimaev being best friends. Yes. Um, it, friend. it is therapy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, um, do you th- like. I don't know. He didn't look obviously a huge step up in competition, but I cannot see him beating Usman no. <laughs> at all. No. No. I, that, I think Burns has a victory in that he made Hamzat go from a guy who everyone thought was going to be like the Terminator reincarnate to a human being. Yeah. He looked human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fucking cut him up too pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he absorbed one significant strike going into that bout. Or, yeah, into that yeah. fight. And then walked out of there with, 
I think absorbing like 128 or something like that. 119 significant, 141, 141 total. Total, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just like he made. It, I think he not only did he prove that Shemaev is human, but he also proved that you know the rest of the division just is like the elite of the welterweights are just so 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 much better yeah i mean think about it usman knock burns out mm-hmm. um and i i'm not saying he can't beat him but i'm saying like it doesn't look likely because of the 100 think that um it should have been five that. rounds i said that on saturday and i stick by it i would love to see a five rounds between these two that yeah, would have been, been cool. awesome um but also, I you know what I I definitely Usman and Whitman watched this fight and said you know there's a game plan to beat Shemaev, um, and I think Burns kind of showed that you know you can definitely get him while he's on the feet like he's definitely he's hittable he's human he's human yeah he's absolutely human. Um, I wanted to discuss with you what you think of the potential Hamzat Covington fight. Um, I personally don't like that as a title eliminator um who would you rather see him face if i mean if i'm if i'm shamayev i'm saying i i don't want anyone but usman or whoever wins title if leanna wins the title then i want what about what about this weekend but luke luke or Bilal? i'm i'm saying i i if, if i'm if i'm um Hamza Shemaev, I'm saying I just beat the number two contender. Your number one contender has lost two fights in a row for the title. Mm-hmm. I have basically no one else to fight. Like, I understand why you kind of want to see Covington versus um, Shemaev because of the numbers. <laughs> However, if Covington wins this fight, is he getting an automatic title shot then? And he gets another, th- he gets a third crack and, you know, four tries basically in four fights. Like, what? That's that's kind of ridiculous. So like, yeah, but you still have Leon Edwards to fight. Usman, yeah, right. Right. And, I'm not yeah. saying and I'm not Usman's... saying it's necessarily going to be Usman. I'm saying that I mean, even more than likely, it's going to be Usman. But like, if I'm Shemayev, I'm saying, why would I bother fighting someone beneath me when I just beat the number two? He's not and beneath. Him. He's not beneath him, though. Like, I mean, you've he's, said it before in previous technically higher. Yeah, you and you've also said a previous podcast before. Like, no, it's no, no, Usman. No, no. So I'm not saying I'm I'm saying. In regards to the fight for this weekend, I'm not gonna fight. Oh, oh, I'm not okay, gonna fight Muhammad. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why would I wait and fight Covington? Why should he get a title eliminator shot? Because he's already lost pretty convincingly twice to the champion. They need someone new to step up. I'm someone new. Give me that title shot right now. I find no reason why that why this Covington matchup even makes any sense for him now i mean he's not going to say no to it and uh, and if he fights him i'm all for it i just don't i don't understand why it's completely necessary at all i so i don't think it's necessary i think it's more on the timing in the sense because here's what i think i think that since leon edwards is fighting usman and usman has a hand injury if i'm not mistaken right it's surgery so, earlier this yeah year, so like you have to wait that out and chamayev likes to stay busy he's not a guy that likes to wait around for fights at least from what we've seen in his record, right? Like in his, like his fights, previous fights, like he wants to be out there fighting. He doesn't want to take a break. He wants to go and keep fighting and keep fighting. So I think that him getting 
Colby is, yeah, it's like kind of a weird title eliminator in a sense, but also at the same time, like it's just the most logical next step for him because he can't fight Usman right now. He has to wait for Leon and Usman to happen because that's already been the thing, you know? Yes. So that's what I think that is. So maybe, maybe you fight the loser of that instead. But again, you don't want Shemayev to wait around. Who was it, Lee? Were you the one that told me that Dana was going to put Hams out against Kobe again? Or after if he wins, or was that my brother? I think it was my brother. I don't know if I told you that. I don't know. It, I, 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 it was it was definitely my brother. Uh, not that I remember. No, but I when he told me, I'm like, well, future why? guest on the podcast. Yeah, if he's ever not working, um, or hanging out with his girlfriend and cat, cats, I should say, plural now. Um, well, it's his girlfriend's cat. Anyways. Just tell him to jump on. It's fine. <laughs> <clears throat> no, um, he, he told me that. I'm like, dude, that doesn't make any sense. Like what? Why? It still doesn't really make sense to me. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to see it, but I definitely. But now that I see his fight against Burns, I kind of want to see it more. Mm-hmm. Let me it's like we. No, I do. It doesn't make sense to me, but it also it so it has a why not factor to it at the same time. Like mm-hmm. you should just type for the, fight for the title. Like you just beat a guy that challenged for the title. And mm-hmm. is number two ranked fighter in the world. And we never know what can happen with Leon in injuries and whatnot. And I mean, the guy hasn't fought since what last September. Um, he's never he's never been very active to my recent memory. Anyway, but I, like I would like to see it, but not right now, I should say. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Um all right, well, well, let's let's keep moving on. So we'll, let's really quickly go over the uh, Jan Aljo fight. Um, I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to save the Shamaya Burns fight for last. Honestly, <laughs> that's why it seems like I was jumping the gun on it, uh, just because oh, it sorry. was fight of the year. Um, no, you're fine. Uh, but um, I just say that next time, you fucking clown. Fuck. Okay, no, we got we got to you know roll with. The flow of the show, you know, you feel the vibe. Well, you've done before where you're like, Yeah, you know, I've you know, the Hamzat Chamayev and Burns fight, we'll get back. You just to have to feel the vibe, okay? You have to ride the wave of the podcast. The podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Mike's dying. Um, okay, so pure it's not, it's not COVID. my pick, and probably like. I would say 99% of America's pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I think one of our buddies put Aljo on there because he felt like it. It was yeah. what I was like. It was, it was a, it was a uh, stress bet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I don't feel like this. I, I know Pierre Jan said that he feels like he got robbed. I would somewhat beg to differ um i did think he won that fight but i kind of thought about it again and um that first round obviously is the one that everyone's thinking about right yeah statistically it goes to aljo and uh yeah i was kind of i was looking at the stats and i was thinking about it and while sterling definitely didn't hold much um like cage What's it called? Cage, uh, 
Yeah, but what holds more value? Strikes Position? or octagon control? Right. I think the, the total strikes went to Aljo and also the fact that Aljo's strikes were a bit more effective than um, Pure Young's. Jeez. I, couldn't, I don't know what was happening right there. I just <laughs> short it's okay. Short circuit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah. feel. I didn't feel robbed at the end of it. Robbed. I felt surprised, but not robbed. I yeah. I was uh, well. Okay, I was a little surprised because of the last two rounds. You yeah, know, it's, like and and I feel like the judges a lot of time always have that recency bias yeah. to them. Uh, you get the score round by round, though. So right, no, hundred percent number down. No, hundred percent. But I'm just saying, like in terms of recent bias, especially if it's a fight that close in terms of two rounds one two rounds one and then the first round is the determining factor you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i feel like it's always that recency bias and it looks like jan always and i think that's what a lot of people thought too like just the overall like the fourth and fifth round for jan just looked like he just looks so much better than sterling in a sense like standing up and stuffing a shit ton of takedowns uh but like i don't know i mean like looking at the stats like in the first round, just purely off of stats in the first round. Like I'd have to watch the first round again, but yeah, Sterling wins that fight because he dominates the second and third round. And when I mean dominates, I mean dominates. Like it wasn't even like he had insane control time in the second and third round. Insane. It was absurd. Uh, And yeah, like I just, I mean, honestly, to the point where if, if Sterling was a little more busy on the ground in terms of like, ground and pound maybe or something like that or like submission attempts i think maybe then like you could give him a 10-8 in a sense i give him a 10-8 round two yeah like that was that that was, and so if you give him a 10-8 round two and you say jan won the first round it's a 47 47 and it's a draw it's a draw yeah. so, so like, it, it, it you know it honestly blows my mind no no judges have it 10-8 and you controlled the entire five minutes. Yes. Like, it's pretty much as control. And it, the, the depiction of a 10 8 round is that the fight is about to end. I don't think there's any, like, there was danger a couple of times. But, like, how can you say that's 10 9? Like, oh, he, he, Jan could have won that round. At no point could he have won that round. That's 10 8. I don't yeah. know. And that's just me. I agree. But I agree. The first I, round, the first round is the one for me. It's like, okay, just toss it up. Um, yeah. But even if you toss it, I don't know. But that, I don't know. I don't feel bad about it. I mean, I, I'm actually happy for Aljo because he gets the vind- vindication of like, hey, I, I am. Just, yeah, 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 I am. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. mean, yeah, let's, that's. Let's yeah. move on to let's move on to the the Volkanovski fight. Hold on, hold on. But it does not look good to have. 22 takedown attempts in like the fourth and fifth round and get none. Like that's yeah. not, Oh yeah. Not how you are in a fight. Anyway. No. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Definitely killed the gas tank. Those last two rounds. Leave you and I were saying like, he's pacing himself so much better. Fourth and fifth mm-hmm. round, no pace. Yeah. It was all panic shots at that point. Yeah. Um, God damn it. I think yeah. I got bit on the ankle by like a, a Moscato or some, something today. Um, Maybe a spader. Okay. Maybe a spooter. Um, I had a bunch of those in my apartment on Sunday. I'm fucking full freak out mode right now. <laughs> big, big ones too, dude. Holy shit. 
three within an hour. One while I was pooping, another one on my laundry room door, and then another one in my bedroom floor. You should get that uh, salt shooter thing. Have you ever seen that? The bug killer? No, bro. I I got defense from one of our buddies and sprayed the shit out of everything. Oh. I was thinking more in the sense of which definitely doesn't work, but there's like this, there's like this uh, infomercial (laughs) that I saw like maybe like a year or two ago. It's like a salt salt shooter. Uh, I think it's actually called uh, assault shooter, like assault spelled like assault. Assault. Yeah, Uh, and it's like Miles Garrett, and it's for like a food safety way to kill bugs and like shit like that. And literally, yeah, yeah, fill it with salt and you shoot it. And I was like, that's fucking stupid, but also it's, hilarious. It's probably way more brutal than stepping on it. Yeah. Let's be that's honest. Hilarious. Like, you're torturing it with salt. I'll step <laughs> on it. It's dead right away. <laughs> no. Anyway, but... oh, oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. I was, Uh-oh. I had a funny something. Oh, uh, so I told my parents about the spiders, and they're like, well, you know what you need to do, right? You need to get lemon pledge. So when I was a child, me and my brother, we're like, oh, we found spiders in our rooms. And my parents, you know, being gullible eight and six-year-olds, were like, oh, this lemon pledge, if you spray it on your bed, it keeps the spiders away. So I went like 10 years of my life thinking that if you put lemon pledge on your bed, spiders won't come on your bed. And like, they, they look at me one day and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you really believe <laughs> that for all those years? I was like... I'm eight. Like, I believe there's Santa then. Like, I don't know. Hopefully, no Wait. kids listen to this podcast. But it's not real. No. What? Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Tough look for the Lee family. Uh, All right. Anyway, now that yes. you've broken Next Alex's fight. heart. Next fight. Next fight. Now that you've broken Alex's heart. Um, <laughs> He'll never recover. <laughs> was, again, very quickly. Alexander Volkanovsky absolutely dismantled the Korean zombie. I think the highlight of Korean zombies fight was the fact that he walked out to zombie by Cranberry and we were bumping. Yeah. Um, great song. Ah, Beautiful. Mark. Thank you. In your um, head. Okay. 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 <laughs> but then Volk countered with down under by men at work, which is awesome. also awesome. Fantastic so song. <laughs> Have you yeah. guys ever had Vegemite? Nope. Vegemite? No one either. It sounds Vegemite? horrendous. Is it like salty? Absurdly salty and like I it's supposedly, it's supposedly I don't know. I've seen from videos. I don't actually know. Supposedly absurdly salty and like a weird, like kind of like pungent taste to it. You like it's salt. Really- is an Australian food spread made from leftover brewer's yeast extract with various vegetable and spice additives. What a weird group of people. <laughs> Just savage humans. <laughs> so, okay, we, I don't really want to talk too much about the fight itself because it was so one-sided. Um, it was a masterclass. No other way. It was basically a perfect performance, albeit made it somewhat boring. Um, mm-hmm. Good stoppage by Herb Dean. Um, that's not exactly one I wanted to talk about either. I didn't want to talk about um, Volkanovsky saying that he thinks that he wants to, he potentially would go up to fight at lightweight. Uh, I'm curious about your guys' thoughts on that challenge for a title. Uh, I still think that there's a little bit of work enough, left for him man. to do. I, lightweight's busy enough. He's still, he's still got the guys to fight. But also, I mean, there's precedent for a, a champion who's that dominant, who deserves yeah, of course, of course, a double champ status fight. 
Yeah. Because once you well, get to about three, once you get to about three or four defenses, and then that's when you can start thinking about it. I yeah. I think Yair, maybe if he starts winning a few, Cater, if he starts winning a few. Yeah, there's still guys there, but they have to piece them together. You know, they can't they can't keep having a, a win and a loss, a win and a loss. And Yair was off for what, like three years? Yeah. Before he fought Max. Um, I don't know, man. I, I would I I'm not against it. It'd be really cool to see yeah. if he went up and fought uh Charles okay. Olives, the Olive Era. Um but yeah, I mean, Oliveira's got plenty to do in lightweight too. Yeah, he's only got I mean, one. What two title events now? One? No, one. He yeah, one because he one. beat Chandler and then uh, beat uh, Poirier. Now he's got Gaethje coming up, mm-hmm. and then who else after that? I mean, Islam's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I'll say this right now. I'd rather see Islam versus Charles than um, Charles versus Volk. Oh yeah, I I'd fully agree with that. Um, yeah. And there's gonna be a point too where his size will be a disadvantage. I mean, he's he's a smaller guy. Yeah, he's small. I feel like he's kind of small sometimes, even for featherweight. But he fucking knows how to use that shit. His striking also, is so he's incredible. Longer. He's longer yeah. than most of them, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He's got the Neanderthal arms. Yeah. You want to talk Neanderthal? <laughs> Neanderthal <Holy> DNA. <laughs> Dude, oh my god! I don't think you can knock him out. Like I don't think it's possible. His chin is so big. <laughs> but, <laughs> Mike, let's, no. Mike, let's go into your. What were you gonna say? No, oh, what, what are you going at? I was gonna say let's let's really quickly go over your uh, rock hard main card review. Ooh, ooh, wait, do you have um, uh, Triple C on there at all? Um. I didn't really feel like talking about him. I saw he re-entered the US the USADA test pool, but yeah, now that we know that so, it's gonna be at least another six months. So so yeah, but I I want like I feel so obligated to like root for that if root for Henry Cedro because he's an Olympic champion in wrestling. But at the same time, like I don't like him really. So I I just he said how many times has he said I'm coming back? I'm coming back. So I'll believe it when I see it. And then the other thing too is like you kind of look pretty bad right now. You retired to try to get more money, and now you're coming back not because anybody asked you to, but because you not he doesn't have to, but because I don't know, like yeah, I, don't know. I think it's just like a constant battle for him to try and stay relevant. Um, yeah, I just um, he like the king of cringe just is a perfect description to me, and he's just so cheesy. I just don't like him. Yeah, he's a fantastic fighter and yeah. the best combat sports athlete of all time. But, but he's too cheesy. For doesn't him, mean so. you have, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to like him. <laughs> but yeah, all right. um, so yeah, we'll go past that. Let's let's go go real quickly. Let's go over your uh, your review here, your rock hard main card review. Let's see, we went shit. We didn't even go three and two. No, we went three and two on it. Uh, yeah, because I had Mark Madsen. Mm-hmm. There's a win. Uh, I had Tisha Torres loss. I bet Hamza. Uh, and then I had Jan and Volk. So I went three and two. Tough, tough look for the main card, the rock hard main card parlay. Um, but you know what? We're back at it again this week. That's never not funny. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Mike's get rock hard this. main card. <laughs> It will never not be funny. All right, let's um, let's let's 
flip our uh, our brains off here for a second. We've been going on quite a few tangents anyways, but um, we'll take a break from some UFC stuff here. Uh, so I did want to – we're going to play Name That State again. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> so uh, a blank woman accused of fraud fakes cancer to get out of prison sentence. Ends up Ooh. getting a longer sentence. <laughs> um, that's, that's a tough look. That's a hard one to guess, too. That could literally be anywhere. Uh, you guys, you guys want like a, a slight location hint, maybe like a region. Let's yeah. go to region on this one. This one seems a lot tougher. All right, we'll go uh, west of west of the west of Tornado Alley. I don't even know what Tornado Alley is. West, uh, of it's, the, it's like Tornado is Alley it, is, is like the Rockies, Mississippi, isn't it? The Rockies, basically right? the Rockies west. Oh. Okay. Still half the fucking country. Um, There's not the many states out there, though. Honestly, I'm going to go to California. I'm going to say, what was she initially in? Initially accused of fraud. Fraud? Um, was facing a lengthy prison sentence for embezzling money and received news the day before her sentencing she had uterine cancer. Uh, all right. I'm going to say Nevada. California woman accused of fraud. Oh, that seems like I've never been to California, but that seems like a very California thing to do. <laughs> Ashley Lynn Chavez, 37, was facing a lengthy prison sentence for embezzling money from her company. She then received news the day before her sentencing. She had uterine cancer. Turns out she had forged the letters from a fake doctor's office. Um, was initially sentenced to 12 months and one day for her initial embezzlement. Um, back in 2019, she is now facing an additional 10 years for fraud. Jesus. Jesus Christmas. I thought you were going to say Aunt Becky, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's how USC does it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> She's from uh, San Diego. San Diego. All right. So um, I do have a question of the day for you guys. Okay. Question of the week. So, does a toilet paper roll slash a paper towel roll have one or two holes? It's one hole. One hole? One continuous hole. Outside, well, outside. actually, no. <laughs> it's, it's, two holes. it's two holes. It's actually two holes. No, no, no. It's 100% two holes. It's 100% two holes. Because it's one on either side, right? I mean, yes, it's connected on either end. It's, but it's the one same end. hole. But it's the same hole. Fuck, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do you just look up brain teasers on fucking? He probably <laughs> does. Um, so, like, Mike, Mike, do you have an answer for that? I'm gonna say one hole. One hole. Mm-hmm. So, how would you explain your digestive tract? Is your mouth and your butthole one the same long hole? asshole? See, so your mouth and your butthole the same hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, I fucking hate you. Also, <laughs> if that's the case, you have. This is all one hole too because your nose and your mouth connects. And well, in that so, case, your ears are also part of that because your ears and your mouth connect. That's true. Did you say huh. so two? I say two then. If that's the logic we're going off of, I say two. God damn it. Is, <laughs> a, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Okay. No, because it's only one piece of bread. Anyway. Is milk Doesn't, soup? That's the dumbest fucking a sandwich is defined rule. by Two pieces of bread. No, it's not. Uh, How do you figure? 
Because I, I saw a video and someone Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so stupid because there's so many sandwich companies that give you I, yeah, I was thinking, your I favorite just, I goddamn just, sandwich no, I know, company. I just thought, no, that's, that's literally what just came into my head. It's like, they don't cut it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'm going to go with two holes because I don't want to think about my asshole and my mouth being the same. <laughs> and yes, cereal is soup. Cereal's not soup. Water's not wet. <laughs> oh, my God. Alex fired as a bird. <laughs> Alex, Alex had like, uh, like for like a solid like six months was just like debating me about whether water is actually wet. Water itself is not wet. Water yes. Water gets things yes. wet. Oh, yes. my God. No, 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 no. Fire no, no, is no, not hold burnt, hold on, hold but fire burns things. Thank because you. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this video back when that debate was huge. And I was like, holy fuck, what? <laughs> what? So um, I don't know what I like. I honestly don't even know. It's, that might be a brain teaser that fucks with me forever. You guys are flat earthers. All right. What are you fucking talking the about? The earth is flat. This what are you talking fire? about? There's a giant shell of ice around us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, the earth is not flat. If you walk one way really far, you'll just fall off the earth. No, oh, it's flat. You want no, to know they the, won't let you. There's armed guards there. That's what I'm saying. The US military. So that if you get to the wall, they'll just shoot you. The the funniest map I ever saw for flat Earth was like, why don't they just or like if the Earth was flat, this would be how you fly from California to Japan. And I'm like, yeah, there's no, like not that I was ever convinced that the Earth was flat. It's obviously not, but I was like. How, if you saw a map of a flight from California to Japan, it, going, you know, through Europe and all of the United States, how long of a fucking flight is that? You'd have to take probably three separate planes, a flight to New York, a flight to London, a flight to like, you know, you might be able, a flight to China and then like the last one to Japan. Like, there's no way like you can't look at that map and be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely what they do. My favorite, my favorite plane theory about that flat earthers use is they take a level and they put it on their plane tray and they say that if you're, if the earth is round, you should be able to f- see the level move throughout your flight because of the earth, because the plane has to dip its nose down to, in order to yeah. like compensate for the curvature of the earth. But what, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Yeah, it's, remember the documentary? Where they, they uh, the dude's like, if the earth is flat, this light will go through the same hole. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he literally proved to himself that the earth is not flat. Cue the, uh, <laughs> cue the curb the enthusiasm music. Have you guys ever seen Joe Rogan with Eddie Bravo? Yes, dude. Oh, my we, we God. Don't, that Eddie, conversation will go on for hours. We don't have that, to really get into that. But. Dude, that Eddie Bravo is like the biggest trust me, bro, I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Well, I, the only area I really trust him, bro, is, is jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu. <laughs> and that is it. Everything that, else. <laughs> dude, I, I think, and music. Yeah, I guess he's really good at music, too. But like, I was watching like part of that podcast. There's and many. I of just them. remember like there's many, many of them. <laughs> oh yeah. I was probably watching one of them ones where they're talking about the flat earth, like flat earth stuff. And um, it was like Eddie Bravo was just like they were like talking about how Japan takes like a photo. Joe Rogan's talking about how like Japan, like space station takes a photo of the earth, like every like 
however many minutes or whatever. And like, it just rotates. And he's like, and everybody was like, it's fabricated, bro. It's fabricated. Like, you just don't know. Like, you just don't know, bro. Like, how do you know that's not real? Like, it's not real. And he's like, he's like, Joe's like, dude, just think about it. Like, just like, you got to like, things like I'm crazy, bro. I'm just crazy, bro. Like, you don't know. I'm just crazy. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? This guy's off crack right now, dude. That's like, I was all Eddie Bravo's comeback was dude. I'm crazy, bro. I'm just crazy. Yes. He's friends with Tony Ferguson. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, and then Joe's like, no, you're not Eddie. Like you're one of the smartest minds in jujitsu and like, blah, blah, blah. You're not crazy. You're just like, you just got to think a little bit. He's like, no, man, I'm fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> Let me bang, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's <laughs> back on track. Let's move into the uh, Vegas prelims for um, Muhammad Luke too. Um, so this is going to be the first fight in the Apex in, a, in quite some time. Um, it's going to be weird seeing a UFC event that doesn't involve uh, fans or like a big crowd of fans. So I am. Um, it kind of stinks, but like apparently they just announced a bunch of dates for new shows and stuff like that. So um hopefully well, they just these announced that uh um they're going back to Britain in July. Really nice. Mm -hmm. I, I was told well, it's gonna be Patty Pimble would better start cutting fucking weight. <laughs> Patty oh, Fatty God, that man is he's sitting at right like he, he weighs right more now. than me. <laughs> um all right, so for the prelims, um, we're gonna go over these kind of quickly um i'm gonna take in the very first fight of the night uh stella nunez um over sam hughes i'm gonna take nunez by decision at a minus 110 alex you're making a face like you disagree with that um, that is not like the first fight that's not the first fight yeah oh is it not did no, they shuffle on uh, me since i did uh, the, the search yeah it's uh halil halil alatange versus kevin Kroom. well yeah. i didn't take that so Oh, yeah, I didn't take that either. So, I mean, I wasn't oh, really too worried about it. But Just making sure that, you know, you're... Uh, I'm not, I'm not like, sentient at the moment. Um, I'm quite tired. So. I feel you. So, yeah. uh, anyway. Anyway. I would disagree with you. All right, let's hear it. I have... Uh, you know what? Wrong. No, I don't... I actually don't disagree. I think this is a very actually doable thing like this is very much a it could happen but i also think sam hughes if she gets it to the ground will get a submission if sam hughes gets it to the ground against nunez she will get a submission i will call it right now i think that will happen i think she can get it to the ground i think she'll submit her I'm nunez, nunez gets submitted the, her two submissions were against people who except for angela lee that's a totally different story but Sorry, the girl that she most recently just got submitted by doesn't submit people like literally has never had a submission prior to like prior really prior to her and Cornelosi. Yeah, like from what I've seen. Oh, sorry. She has one more submission prior to yeah, that. Cornelosi is a pretty solid. Um, she's a really good wrestler, though, I would say. I would say she's a better wrestler than Sam Hughes. Yeah, but wrestling, I don't know. I just the the. From what I've seen and like the videos that I was watching, Sam Hughes didn't seem like a bad wrestler. He also <laughs> I think she's her. definitely she's had a, a very hard career so far. Yeah. This is like the most winnable fight for her in the UFC because she is she is winless at the moment. Um, but like I said, I was gonna take Nunez by decision just because um Nunez does profile as like a low volume puncher. Um 
who has some pretty sneaky power. Um, Nunez, I thought, did really well in the Ariane uh, Carnalosi fight up until she kind of gassed out at the end. Um, but that was also three years ago. Um, Carnalosi? I believe so, right? That was last year. October 16th, 2021. Not even last year. Like, no. Okay. I'm going to go to bed now. You're thinking of uh, Gina. Her pri- prior to that was like three years ago. That's what it was. Yes. That's yes. what I was thinking of. No, she yeah, she had that. What was it? She had the fight, had the layoff, and then she fought last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was her UFC That's what it was. Okay. Yep. Okay. 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 My yeah, like That was also another little, reason why I think... Hughes might win too is because of just like the volume. I mean, I know that hasn't always been like the case. I mean, we've seen people come back from long hiatuses kind of done well, but like, I think that just the volume of Hughes getting into more fights recently. And uh, I think she's also, this is, you know, this is kind of her desperation, like maybe her last kind of kick. I think she's going to have to try and press Dana here. So I think that it's going to be a nice submission win for Sam Hughes here. All right, Even, well, maybe my words, but I think that's why it's going to happen. Nunez by decision, minus one. Put it in the slips because I'm very uh, coherent at the moment and it makes sense. Uh, 35 losing streak, Jesus. All right. Um, did you want to talk about the next fight? Because if not, I was going to move yes. into. Okay, go ahead. Talk. Go ahead because I have nothing on it. Just submission. Like either of these two to get a submission. It's like plus 125. You don't even have to put in a parlay. It's positive odds for you, it's an underdog pick. One of these two to get a submission. Like, you don't have to pick who. I love the Monkey King. I've watched the Monkey King before, Jordan Leavitt. I love watching him. I know a little bit about Trey Ogden. Uh, or Ogden. Is it Ogden or Ogden? I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, uh, but I love the Monkey King. I, I like He's awesome to watch. It, if you get the chance to watch his highlights, his submissions are electric to watch. Uh, never had an issue with him. I've always, I've always liked watching his fights. And he, he does this awesome thing where he picks people up and slams them on the ground. That's his, like, favorite thing to do. He, came oh, dude, he knocked that one dude out with it, right? Yeah. It was, yeah, like, his, yeah. like, UFC debut, I'm pretty sure, where he knocks some dude out with his KO slam. And he's done that before in, like, I don't know if it was a PFL or, like, in, like, others, like other events or LFA or whatever. But he loves that slam. He, yeah, there's, totally. like – Sorry, go ahead. So, I mean, if you want to, you could pick Leave It because I like Leave It. He's an underdog, too, so not a bad decision. But Ogden's also a submission expert, too. So I would say just pick it by submission. This See, fight's going to end. Kind of, Ogden's kind of a sneaky, very, very under-the-radar, like, good lightweight fighter. Yeah, and he's a submission expert. He's the last th- He has 11 submission wins. Like, mm-hmm. it's absurd. You know, Leavitt also has all of his wins by submission, except for like one decision, I'm pretty sure. So I I personally just like Leavitt. That's just more be betting the heart. Um, but if you're going to get the put good pick, just do one of them by submission. That's just where I see it going. Okay. I don't hate that. I might add that to my uh, best slip. Um, so I did want to talk about Chris Barnett and uh, Martin. Yes. Martin. Yes. The big man roundhouse wheel kick. So <laughs> who do you guys have on this before I, I say mine? Ah, sorry. Um, just go by knockout. <laughs> just to fight and by knockout? Yeah, dude. I, I think it's like minus 120-something or minus 130-something. Jeez. Because both these guys are knockout guys. Um, I like Chris Barnett 
strictly because of that last fight. Strictly. Like I mean, I, I don't like see, him. I don't, I, I don't see him winning. Uh, I'm just going to say just purely off of what I saw last fight, just because for shits and giggles, I want to see a Barnett knockout. No, I so. mean, I... I'd like I like Barnett just based on that MSG fight. Like, I want him to succeed and do well for the rest of his career in the UFC. Like, I want him to be here a long time. But um, I do think Martin Boudet is going to pull it off. Um, I think Boudet is a very he's he's a very solid pressure fighter, very good all around skills. And um, last time we saw a guy who was this young that fought Barnett, um, it. it he, he got in trouble with it. And then as far as pressure fighting goes, Ben Rothwell was very, very good at that, um, especially when he did fight Chris Barnett um, and he finished Barnett. So there's precedent, I think, here for the way the, the style that Budai fights um, that would give him a clear advantage here. So I was going to take uh, Budai by Budai, Budai, Budai. Bude. Sorry. Bude, Bude. Uh, minus 110 knockout. Okay. I, honestly, I might go round one. Uh, winning round, round one. Hmm. hmm. You know, for me, I, I, I thought Chris Barnett's the only way that he's going to win this fight is with one of those like crazy explosions. Yeah. That's kind of my thinking. That or um, I saw it, but I can't fucking find it now. It was like over under one and a half rounds. Oh, you done under? It. I can't find it anymore. Okay, so oh. I'm gonna go. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. I'll skip it because it's not. I'm not even on the fucking right fight anymore. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so um, no I brain power didn't... today, boys. <laughs> None of us. We're just babbling on for hours about nothing. Um. Okay, so Rafa Garcia and Jesse Ronson, did you guys want to talk about that one? Rafa Garcia by decision or K, I'll have, probably have it in parlay. It's like minus one twenty five or like minus 40, 140 or something like that. But yeah, I didn't want to touch it just because the odds it, weren't very good. Yeah, yeah, I here's here's what I'll say. I think Rafa Garcia, both of these guys have really good stamina. We've seen that in the past with their previous fights. Um with Jesse, uh, we've seen it with uh or actually, you, I guess you haven't seen it, but uh, in his, like, in most of his fights and in later rounds when he doesn't win it, um, he tends to go to decision a lot of times from what I've seen so far and, like, the highlights that I saw of him. And Rafa Garcia, uh, that was, what, his his fight against Nazarat, uh, that was also a pretty good fight. Um, I just think that Rafa's just going to be a little more busy. I think Jesse kind of just goes around the ring and just try to find his spot and tries to pick his spot uh, or not. No, he doesn't go around. The ring. Sorry. Jesse kind of stays in the middle and kind of looks a little flat footed um, and tries to just move forward. And Rafa kind of like comes around the ring and go and kind of goes at him. So I think that Rafa has this one, but that's just me. I think you could do Rafa by decision. I don't think there's anything lost in that. Uh, you could do decision or KO. Um, I like the decision though. All right. Um, I was going to do the next fight. Uh, Drakkar Close. Close? Close? Mm. Um, this is his I first think... one back since the neck injury, right? Yeah. Since the. Yeah. I was going to talk about that. Um, this is going to be, I think, his like quote unquote get right fight um, against uh, Brandon Jenkins. Human um, highlight reel. 
He's gross. Yeah, but he's also extremely consistent. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the this is going to be kind of I think the UFC's way of getting uh, close. Close is it close or close? Like, how do you say his name? I don't close. know. Um, but I think this is going to be how the UFC kind of builds his confidence back up again um, after that crazy knockout in 2020 to Dariush. And then um, last year, I think, was it last year or the end of 2020? Um, he almost, his career was almost finished in a stare down with Jeremy Stevens. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was. I know it was like a spinal injury um, after Jeremy Stevens pushed him during one of the weigh-ins. Um which, like, what a shitty way to, you know, potentially have your career end. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, 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 I think Jenkins has definitely had consistency issues, especially with guys who are um, better athletes than him. I think mm-hmm. a good example of that um, his like inability to kind of create pace in fights was it was very well shown in his last fight against the uh, Rongshu. Mm-hmm. Um, who is also a better athlete, uh, much like how close is as well. Um, and I think close really wants to make a statement here. I think this is going to be his comeback fight. I could see him um, really just trying to show that he belongs back in the ring with guys like Benil Darius and yeah. Jamie Stevens. Yeah, I, I think yeah. also, too, that Shakar, uh, he just has a lot better of a resume. I mean... Mm-hmm in terms of just who he's faced. Like if you look at the highlight, the human highlight reels, like you look through these names, I couldn't tell you a single one of these guys. I'm going to be honest, like none of these guys. And even the guys he loses against, like, again, don't know <laughs> most of these names. If like any of your opponents came up to my house and said, Hey, let me fix your garage. I would probably let them. <laughs> yeah. I just don't, I just don't know any of these guys. Like zero, like wrong. Who's the only guy I know. And that's because that was the most recent fight that we've all seen. Like, I just don't know. And then you have Takar, who is faced with Dariush, Bobby Green, Mark Takaze. Like, I mean, those are just some big names right there, in a sense. Like, you know, and he's he's gone pretty well with them. So, like, I, I just don't see – and Bobby Green's another one, too. Like, that's also just a great, like, name. Like, I just don't see, in a sense, like, how, like, Jenkins is going to keep up with him. Like, if you want to do a fuck it pick – and you know, like how Jenkins can be like, he sometimes just has like these crazy ass knockouts that just come out of fucking nowhere. Like, sure. Fuck it. Like send a pick and just make them KO. If you just want to bet an underdog, just to bet an underdog. But I just don't think that's like smart in a sense. So yeah, I think Jakar definitely is going to do this. I don't think you'll get a knockout. I think he might just get like a I think He might just get a decision win, to be honest, but I think he'll be plus 150 decision. Yeah, I yeah. took a I took knockout at plus one ten. Yeah, that's what um, I'm taking. I was just looking at it. the old bet slip here. <laughs> the only reason I don't say knockout is because Klaus has been on a very heavy decision win streak. So I just don't see that happening. But against better competition. Yeah, yeah. sure, for sure. But I, I don't know. I mean, like, I just don't. I just don't see yeah. it happening. No, yeah. Um, okay. Especially after so, a hiatus. So. Yeah. I, I, all right. Let's let's go into the featured prelim bout of the uh, of the evening. William Knight um, against Devin Clark. I'm gonna take Knight by knockout. Like I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, the William nightmare. Knight. The nightmare. Dude, let's William ride. Knight. Oh yeah. Like, like he's like a. a I don't. 
I don't know how to describe him other like he's not small, but like maybe he's like terrifying. A, he's a box. He's like he's like a pocket. Like a box. He's like a pocket uh Nganu. Yes. Like pre like title Nganu, where he's just big ball of muscle who just swings with no form. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think the only way that Clark wins this is if he gets a decision. I don't think he knocks out night. I think he if he's like smart and kind of like keeps him in his distance. Then maybe he wins, but I I just think that power in William Knight's just like too scary to bet against. Yeah. Um. I you know what I was going back through Devin Clark's old fights and um I I'm sure I'm not the first to see this but like he has a like I found a trend that he will be winning fights and then all of a sudden he'll just eat a finish. Mm-hmm. Um. That's how we lost to Blahovich and Rakic, which both I guess have aged. Those are two losses that age quite well. Yeah. Um, and then he got outpointed by Anthony Smith pretty convincingly, and Ian Kujalaba probably could have knocked him out. Um, and um, Kujalaba is pretty much like William Knight, just a pressure guy who's incredibly strong and just throws bombs. Um, so I, I, I could see that I could see Devin Clark winning this fight up through like the second, third round. And all of a sudden he just eats a punch from William Knight. And then that's it. Did you but skip also, over the Lena Landsberg and Benita? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to touch that one. Did you? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that it's fun to talk about only because they have fought before in a different thing. And they get a different league in 2012. Long I time. Ago. I didn't know that actually. It was a long time. Like, literally, I was looking up research on this one. And I literally just looked up Lisa Landsberg's name. And, like, the second video that popped up was them fighting. And this is, like, just in the pro scene. I think it was Lisa Landsberg first fight in the scene. And Kazad had, like, two fights already and two wins. And that fight was, like, that was a, almost what the decision. It was about, like, five seconds left and it got stopped by TKO through Kazad. Uh, but they've both grown since. And honestly, to say that like Lisa Landberg is this big you of an call underdog, her Lisa, but it's Lena. Lena, I, I don't know. I meant said Lena. Sorry, Lena, saying this big of an underdog's a little kind of crazy to me. Only because just like based off of her other fights that I've seen recently, she's a pretty good wrestler, and she also has some good stand-up game too. Like she's not Sarah McMahon good because she lost to her, but like she's pretty solid. I don't, I don't, I don't think she's gonna lose the fight in such a fashion that everyone thinks that she might. So at least the odds makers. And also, too, if we're doing UFC math, uh, Lena won against Macy Chason, and Panini got uh, got submitted by her. So, Panini, Panini, Pan- is it Panini? I don't know. Why I said Panini. Sorry, I'm gonna say Panini. I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible <laughs> pronunciation. Sorry, Panini got submitted by Macy Chason as her like one of her only submission losses, pretty much. Uh, so. I kind of want to say that Lena might be a snipe and you can just hit her money line. And I don't think that's a bad idea. That's all I'm going to say. I think that might be a sneaky underdog pick and it's, she's a pretty heavy underdog too. So I think it might be a fun little underdog to pick in that one. And I don't think it'll end up the same way that their last fight between the two ended. So there you go. That's all I want to say. All right. Um, I'm going to move in. Let's move into the main card here. Um, I didn't have anything for the Munir Lazez and the Angelusa fight. Did you? Uh, ended knockout minus one twenty. 
put it in a parlay. Okay. Who's um, has money line parlay? Okay. First, first leg. All right. So that's this will be the first leg of Mike's rock hard main card. Uh, just. It's, it's, I'm playing with the odds right now. I don't, I don't know what I want to do here. All right. Um, next fight, I was going to take Pat Sabatini to defeat TJ Laramie. Um, I think Pat Sabatini is going to end up outpointing him. Um, you know, I think just one way or another. Um, I'm not really. Uh, I'm not really too concerned about uh, Laramie's jujitsu. I guess. Um, I don't know. It just this just screams like a very uh, Pat Sabatini type of victory where his jujitsu is going to shine. Um, I don't know. Enough to do it enough, not enough to get the decision though. No, I, I said decision or not decision. Uh, submission. I don't know. Did you like submission in this? I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, guy lost to Derek Miner. I'm not saying Derek Miner's a bad submission guy, but like our jujitsu guy. But like, I mean, you know, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's out of the ordinary that a guy who's like specializes in submissions in jujitsu will take out a guy who doesn't necessarily do well on the ground as well on the ground. So I think this could end in a submission. Hmm. That's just me, though. It's not terrible. Mike, uh, what were you thinking on this one? Sabatini, money line. Uh, Sabatini sub is pretty good odds, plus 175. Hmm. I just like, I, I really, really just have so much trouble betting submission sometimes. I think it's just like a personal thing um, yeah. where I've just lost so much money in the past betting submissions. Well, it's and, like definitely the least likely to happen. Right. And it's just so much harder to progress into than yeah. any other method of victory i think so um i don't know just personally um i didn't really have anything for the bueno silva and silva Wood. by submission go ahead explain yourself yan Wu only wins have been against cans fucking cans like if you look at her previous record and the people she's fought the people that she's won against have like, that's her only fight as a pro career record. Like I'm not even fucking with like the only one that wasn't was Lauren Miller. And that's how she won by submission. And who the, f- or Mueller. And who the fuck is Lauren Mueller? Like, do you know who Lauren Mueller is? The princess tiger? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't think so. Like you look at her knockout, look at her like knockout went punch, like a wins against people. This girl, uh, McAvee, McAvee, only loss against her. Literally only fight she's ever had in pro career. Other win. Two losses, one TKO, one submission. Other other person, Alina. One TKO. That was by that one chick. Literally came into the pro career. Got ended by her. Pink. She has six losses, four knockouts against her, two submissions. Not a single win. She faces cans. This Mulan chick, the fact that she's in the UFC is criminal. The fact that she's in a main card spot is criminal. I do not think she belongs in the UFC. The, her only wins are literally against cans. I'm not even fucking with you. Like, it's actually, like, kind of annoying that she's in the UFC. Like, no disrespect. If you get in the UFC, you get in the UFC. Like, whatever, fine. But, like, the people that she has fucking fought are just, like, awful. They're fucking awful. Like they are, her losses are against people that aren't even like that good either. Really, like, or you know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't yeah. make sense. And like the two that she lost to, 
that were actually had some like the people that she fought in the UFC that actually had some repertoire. She lost mm-hmm. by unanimous in a split and the split. I watched that fight. Probably shouldn't have been a split. I don't know what that fucking guy was watching. Shouldn't have been sound? a split. It might've been, I don't fucking know, but <laughs> dude, like this Mulan chick is she fights cans. She fights cans and wins. And I don't know why she's in the UFC. I genuinely don't. So I have Silva by submission. Her this girl's submission wins and TKO wins are all against people who don't are are just nobodies. Like they're just not. I I just don't see why she's a main card event in this yeah. one. Yeah. So I, I say Silva by submission is going to be my pick of this card. I don't see it going to decision. That's for the this. high confidence pick. Oh, 100%. This Yan, uh, Yanan Wu girl is just, I just, again, don't understand why she's in the UFC. She's not that good. I got you. She's not. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> sorry. That was my, like, that was my rant about that. I was, I was, I'm yeah. Just, yeah uh, I was doing girl, research. like, is just yeah. working her ass off to get to the UFC. Like, maybe isn't the best fighter and you just ruined her life. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. It's just like, just watching her previous fights and literally looking at her record and the people she fought, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you kidding me? Like, what is this? Like, right. like oh my let's, God. Like, let's talk about the fight that I am personally most excited about. Yes. And every time Miguel Baeza fights anyone, I'm excited. But like after watching Andre Fiala's debut against um, uh, 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 Pereira, Michelle, I am even more excited because Andre Fiala likes to throw down too. Yes. So give me your guys' picks. On what a nickname, dude! Caramel Thunder. Yes, Caramel, Caramel Thunder. thunder. <laughs> I have Caramel Thunder in this one by decision or KO. I think decision. Because both of these guys fucking eat. Holy shit. Oh my god. I I was honestly just not even gonna bet this one because I again like it's so hard to gauge it was hard to gauge Andre Fiala before his debut, and I now I find it even harder to find, like to figure out. Um after that fight with uh Michel. Yeah. Michel Pereira. So I'm not going to touch this one. I'm going to simply sit back and just enjoy it, I think. Uh, Mike, did you have a pick for the main card? This is a tough one for me. I'm going to go Fiala. Fuck it. Wow. You know, I... I... It's for the main card parlay, man. I got to have underdog somewhere. Fiala really is just kind of drawing the short end of the, of, of the stick in the welterweight division. He's just yeah, well, the problem strikers. is, too. The welterweight division is deep. Pe- people can deep. look at his fucking stats. You see he's hit with, like, seven punches a minute. Yeah, you fought Michel Pereira, who's fucking throwing 20 punches a minute. I don't know. I, I got faith in him. I think he's got it. He looked good in that fight, too. He so did. He's not, like... I, I that's what kind of scares me a little bit and like makes me think I know even less about him. Yeah, yeah. It, but the thing is with Miguel, what I liked about him is watching that Ponzinibbio fight. He was he, he was sticking with Ponzinibbio until the third round, like pretty well. Like he would, they were going back and forth with it, and I mean we know uh, Ponzinibbio's power and his striking ability is very good. 
Uh, and he's also fought Chaos Williams. I mean, he got knocked out by Chaos Williams, but it's fucking Chaos Williams. I mean, everybody gets knocked out by Chaos Williams. Yeah. So that, that is what it is. But like, I really like uh, Miguel. I think that he, I like Caramel Thunder. Plus, how can you bet against a guy with that name? I mean, what a fucking fantastic. Every time, we bet against him, every time we bet against him, we make money. <laughs> True. Like, I don't know. About it, Alex. <laughs> I like the Camel Thunder. He I makes see. me a lot of money either way, I think. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, let's the comment event. Do you guys know? anything about these fools uh, i do we're going I'm with the russian betting. i mean i'm gonna go with uh godzi omar Gadzif or whatever um i think he's just on a completely different level um his yeah. wrestling particularly um and then the Baralo guy was having a lot of trouble um you know what managing his, his space tattoos? yeah he, he had a lot of trouble managing his space against um uh, uh, Aaron Jeffrey in the Contender Series, who is not nearly as good of a wrestler as um, or or Omar Godziv. Um, so I think you know Omar Godziv controls space. He'll be able to land takedowns and and really you know dictate wherever he wants this fight to be. I think is where it's going to go, and and I think that's just going to be a very it's a very solid foundation for. Um, you know, for him to win this fight, I haven't really thought about how. To be honest with you, um, yeah, I, think I would like the to. Money line is minus one thirty. That's that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I was just thinking that honestly. Like, I, I was I was sitting there thinking about like how I wanted him to win, but then I, I, I feel like sometimes we kind of stick ourselves in these like these pigeonholes almost of trying to. Sometimes you just got to get a win. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go with uh uh. uh Even Godzi to win by decision is plus two fifty. I'm not gonna you know? chance it. Uh, yeah, I no, I, I, but line. what I'm saying is like any avenue you go with him winning outside of money line, it has good odds. Yeah, two, plus think, 250 is the lowest. Yeah, I think the Borealo guy though, I think like he's still a little scary in a sense of just a striking. You're just and looking also- at his neck tattoo, okay? He's, that's true analytics right there. <laughs> no, no, and he didn't have bad jujitsu. I think it was. Um, it's not a matter of jujitsu if you get Russell fucked the whole time. I, yeah, I guess that's true. But I don't know. Here's here, here's my rule. But once you get on the ground, though, when like when you're moving on the ground, I mean, that's still some that's still partially jujitsu, isn't it? Like that's not all wrestling. No, right? I know. But I'm saying is like how many guys were able to use jujitsu against Habib or Islam? No, that's they right. used jujitsu against them. Um, my ruling is if I don't know much about a fighter, bet with the Russian. Fuck it. That's that, analytics. You were talking about my analytics. That's analytics. Mine is just hard facts. When was the last time you saw a Russian lose? P- Piotr Jan. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I socked myself. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to go with Godzi money line in the main card parlay. And yeah, this one's just kind of hard to bet on for me. I just wanted to stay the fuck away from this one only because they're both making their debuts. I mean, we've only seen legitimately really one fight from them in terms of like the contender series fights. Well, Borealis has two. been in two, two. Um, yeah. but, but I mean, I, just his I, his his space management and being backed into the corner of the cage multiple times against, um, um, uh, it, I guess, which opened my 
my, my note sheet here against uh, Aaron Jeffrey was, was big for me. Um, you know, okay. you give a wrestler that much room to operate. I think you're going to put yourself in a lot of bad situations. Um, okay. So for Zimane event of Zimane the event. evening, um, Bilal Muhammad and Vicente Luque. Um, this is the second matchup. Um, do you guys Who won the first one? one? I forget. Vincent, Vincent Luque. Luque. He I, won yeah, by knockout. For sure it was Luque. Um, left hook. Knockout by left hook? Mm-hmm. Can you make a bet no. on that? <laughs> Honestly, I really don't hate it again as much as I don't want to bet against Bilal Muhammad because I like Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. Both great guys. Both just awesome dudes. Honestly. Ben, Muhammad, Chicago, Chicago guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a Palestine guy. Come on. He trains out of Chicago. He lives in Chicago. Yeah, but I mean, Kamar Usman is Nigerian and he fights and trains out of the United States and lives in the United States. So I just dropped my note sheet. Oh, so what? So I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you can go both ways with it. You know what? Just. Okay, can you just, just be cool? <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate, man. I'm... No devil's avocado out of you. Um, okay, so give me your guys' picks on this. You guys like Luke by knockout? No. I like I Luke. I don't like either of that. I don't I, I also didn't want to start, touch this fight. Honestly. I wasn't planning on betting on this, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't want to bet this. Fuck fight. you guys. I have to. This is bull- I, I backed I'd myself say, into such a big I, corner. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Like they, they just look. They both look so good. They're both yeah, very. Yeah, they, they both have changed so much since they've last fought. Um, I think Bilal Muhammad's really good. I like every like pretty much everywhere since I've seen him. Like I haven't seen like a really big hole in his game. Maybe his stand ups like his worst part of his game. Maybe compared to like Leon, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you, but, yeah, like when he was getting pieced up against Leon, like that was yeah. But that's uh, but, I, but me was, and I were just te- you know that's that's a very yeah like it looks good. He's a long striker too. Yeah. Um, um, I would say was to Jeff Neal. Yeah, my biggest thing is the Stephen Wonderboy Thompson fight. It's a, and obviously Luke fought him years ago before the game plan was out against him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't know, man. They both have beat uh, Wonderboy. No. Yeah. Luke, Luke, no, gave, no, no. Luke lost gave lost to Wonder, Wonder Boy. Boy. That's right. Yeah. But, like, that was before the <clears throat> the blueprint was out. It was years ago, dude. I think that was, like, 2018, 2019. 2019. Still, that's, what, three years ago now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling that it, it's – what Luke's wrestling is obviously better than Wonder Boy's, and he has the background in jiu-jitsu. He, they're the same height, but I, Luke looks bigger to me. Like when mm-hmm. you see them in person, um, I like Luke money line in the parlay. It's gonna. I, I honestly think it's gonna be just a stand up fight. And if it comes down to that, I'm gonna go with Luke. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't feel comfortable betting on this just because. Um, like you said, Bilal Muhammad has looked so good recently, he but has. also. Like, how could you possibly bet against a guy who submitted Michael Chiesa in his last fight? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Beat in a crazy absolute, way, too. In an absolute crazy way. Beat the absolute piss out of Nico Price and Randy Brown 
in his, you know, obviously we we'll, we'll talk about the Tyron Woodley fight because Tyron Woodley was basically like halfway out the door at that point, but like yeah. uh, three three fourths out the door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and he also beat he beat Mike Perry too. <laughs> That's a very significant win. Um. Yeah, I I honestly I'm I'm okay with not betting this and just kind of enjoying it as a as a fan. Um, uh, I don't, my heart wants to say Bilal. Yeah, my way Bilal's yeah, been I fighting think, recently, and also why not Chicago guy? But I think Vincent uh, Luke is definitely Luke more well rounded. Yeah, sure. and he yeah. I think he has a little bit more um, a little more, more experience, more momentum behind him. Um, Who? Yeah. I say Luke. Okay. Absolutely. What are you talking about? Bilal's been on a fucking tear. He's been on a tear, but he also the no contest with with uh Leon Edwards probably was gonna end in the loss. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Um that's we my can't say, I mean that but is a five point, round fight. That's, point, a, though, that's the hardest thing for me though. That was supposed to be a yeah. five round fight. At this point though, it's kind of like I'm splitting hairs. You know what I mean? Like we're, I'm like very much like digging for anything here because that's what I was doing while like thinking about this fight. Like I was literally thinking, I was digging for anything that could, I could just be like, okay, this guy's gonna win because of this. And I was, just, I was struggling. I can see it, yeah. Um, hard pass on betting it. <laughs> Same. Sorry, Mike. I hate my life. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, buddy. Who did you take? You said Luke? Yeah. So we got a little bit of a spicy one this week because it is a six-fight main card. Mm-hmm. We're going to go Lazes, Sabatini, Silva, Fialo, Godzi, and Luke. That is plus 1396. Ooh. I don't know. I, here's, I'm putting my whole account on this motherfucker. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, I don't have much in there. I'm just I get paid tomorrow, so uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that's my uh, six legs. I'll go over it one more time uh, in case Jason's listening and he fucking asked me about it on Saturday. Uh, Lizaz, Sabatini, Silva, Fialo, Godzi, and Luque. I like. Yeah, I like. so do I. Um, okay. So that will round out the main card section of uh, Luke v. Muhammad 2. Um, that's going to be a Vegas fight night this uh, upcoming Saturday. Um, this is kind of a weird card. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it is a weird one. Indeed. But I remember looking at it halfway through the week. Um, it definitely was um, – a lot of like COVID problems involved with it. Um, just, just weird to like the names on it, kind of weird to look at. Um, but I, you know what? I, I think we can make a decent profit on this for sure. I mean, we say that every week, but um, I mean, I... The prelims alone, I have my, 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 my sh- longest bets or my shortest bets are minus one tons. So, Basically, pickums. Yeah, and I think if yeah. we can cash in on these, and we're looking pretty good. I think this will also be a very exciting card. Um, I mean, I, again, I mean, we've said this multiple times. I mean, UFC's done a really good job of putting together some pretty solid cards recently. 
Um, and I don't think, I think this one will be very good. I think this one might be a very surprisingly good UFC card. I think there's going to be a lot of finishes on this card. At least that's what I'm hoping for, or at least from what I've seen. But I think there'll be a decent amount of finishes on this card. And it should be a fun See, one. It should be a fun one. Heads up, uh, prelims start at 4.30. Main card starts at 7.30. That's based off such a time. All right. Um, do you guys have anything else you wanted to, to discuss? Uh, no, I mean, we've we've talked about a lot of the stuff, a lot of the news that's already out. Um, you know, ooh, McGregor ooh, still ooh, wants ooh, to ooh, fight. Ooh, 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 hang on, hang on. Who's Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. June 11th, June 11th. You want a young J-Check? Yes. Whaley oh, Whaley, you want a rematch of the greatest women's fight in UFC history. Oh. It's a honestly, I'm <laughs> wait early prediction way lead by knockout. <laughs> Ver, Ver, Joanna hasn't fought in like three years since Ver, before the pandemic. <laughs> the last fight was against way lead. Yeah, verbal meme. It's a uh, uh, Randy sitting by the computer. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Jeez, hopefully, it's like the last one. Honestly, that was so much fun. That was a banger of a fight. Yeah, that's that I was agree. the fight that got me. Hooked on this stuff, Sam. It was like it was like a drug. Um, yeah, and then we got to watch the very next fight of Izzy versus Yoel Romero. <laughs> <laughs> Most boring fight ever. We got to talk about that one. Yeah, um, but yes, very excited for that. Holy shit! Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I think it's in Singapore too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I think it is, it is. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see on that card. Um, we'll give our official predictions when the time comes. But um, you guys have anything else now that you've had t- ample time to think about it, Michael? No. Do you really think I thought during all that? That's true. Too excited about yes. uh, Joanna Whaley. So um, I got nothing. Alex, you good? I'm good. All right. Uh, Alex, sign us off and let's get out of here. Yeah. So everyone, go follow the Twitter page. You guys have been crickets. I have not gotten a single follow. I'm making the walk. I even tried tweeting out a couple of times. Nothing. Come fucking follow us on our social media on Twitter. I want to talk to you guys during the fights. I didn't hear a peep out of you motherfuckers. So please come talk to us. Making underscore the underscore walk. All right. Come find us. All right. It's the same picture on our username or on our uh, profile picture as the one on our podcast for uh, Spotify. So come follow us. Um, yeah, I'm fucking pumped about this card. This actually should be a really good uh, Vegas card. Uh, I am very excited. Uh, it's always nice to see the Apex um, when you're there. You get to usually hear the punches a lot more, all that stuff. So very pumped. Uh, I am here with my two very good friends. Some might even say my best friends here. Uh, Andrew Lee and Michael Grosh. Uh, I hope you guys had a very good time today. Hope you guys have a very good weekend. Have a happy Friday and a happy fight night. And I will see you guys later. You guys have a good night. Happy weekend.